1: Well, it's not just about what you earn, but also what you learn. We already know the three stages of founder's involvement in the sales process. In fact, in his previous round with Colin, Scott Sambuji already started discussing founder everything sales, which is the first stage. Today we'll be learning the second stage, which is founder-led sales. So what is it about? For Scott, it's not about the sales and the customers that you got, it's about learning how you got them. This is also where you start hiring. Your first sales talent. And it is crucial for you to pass on what you learn. Find out more in this latest episode of Sales Transformation.
0: I think it's a good point because it really comes down to in all those scenarios, um, how bad do you want your product to succeed? Right. And if you want it bad enough, then you're willing to do things that uh, make you uncomfortable or that aren't your, you know, something you're used to doing or that you have, you know, zero experience doing. Um, that's right. And that's what's required at, at that stage. So I want to talk about sort of the next stage, the, the founder led, right? Where yeah. maybe they're, you know, maybe they're the founder's still involved, you know, maybe, maybe they've raised a seed round, maybe not, but um, you know, they're ready to, you know, get somebody on the sales team where it's not all mm-hmm. on, on the, on the founder. Um, what what are your thoughts there? Because I think, you know, some people think Think, oh, I need a sales leader. Some people think, no, I need somebody just to hunt and find me leads um, right. and I can handle the calls or or you know somewhere in between.
2: yeah, that's that's a good a good question, and a good transition because this is another reason why the founder has to do the early sales because the the byproduct of you getting those sales is not just customers and revenue. It's learning about how did I get those customers? Like what are the channels I had to use? Was it just network and referrals? Did I spend some time on LinkedIn every day and message people? about what we do. Did I go to conferences and maybe met some people there? Did we get a little bit of inbound? Like, what did it take for me to cobble together those first 10 customers? Because that starts to build out a little bit of a prospecting plan of action. It's not the full playbook or framework, but it's like, okay, I know if I send these kinds of messages to these kinds of people, I can get a response rate. We have a founder we're working with right now. And he basically said, look, if I send 10 LinkedIn messages to these kinds of people at these companies, I'm getting one out of 10 is replying back and and it's leading to a meeting. I'm like, dude, that's fantastic. And it gives him a little bit of a core playbook to say, okay, this is the kind of message in the targeting and this is the results I should be getting. So that's a great example of moving to founder led is saying, okay, I've built a little bit of a process here. I should be able to find somebody to repeat that process for me. Maybe it's an SDR, even if it's a part-time person that's logging on to LinkedIn or somebody that's running some outbound or somebody that's helping you at conferences. And you're basically saying, this is what I did myself. But now that it's repeatable enough, I'm going to teach you how to do it. If you can learn how to make it better over time, even better. But for me now, if I can rely on you to do those those lead gen activities, then I can focus on that first meeting that you're going to book for me. And then I could do the lead qualification. So I'm not spending four hours to get a meeting, I'm just showing up at that meeting. So now you've got this time value of money equation working. So that's one example. Um, the second would be sort of on the back end of the sales process. Now you have 10 customers. You're also gonna learn what does it take to support these customers? What kind of requests do we get? Um, what kind of onboarding do we need to do or training or how much can be automated with videos and how much of it is just gonna require on being on Zoom and answering questions. So again, not going to be perfect, but you're starting to see a little bit of repeatability so that you can say, great. Now I know maybe of, you know, there's 10 onboarding tasks we need to do. We can automate three of them. And now I got seven left and maybe one or two of them. I still need to be involved or my co-founder CTO needs to be involved because there's some technical speak. So now we got six of these tasks of the 10 that are left. I can find somebody and teach that person how to set up accounts, how to do basic training, how to reset logins, how to get people on board, how to do a two week review or a a monthly review of the dashboard with that customer to make sure they're seeing the value. So it's 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 there's so many byproducts by doing those first 10 customers that allows you to start moving yourself up ever so slightly. So now you're managing a little bit of process and a few people. And by doing that, it also teaches you as a founder how to hire sales related talent, because you may have had experience hiring product managers or engineers or some other type of skill. But if you've never sold before, you certainly never managed salespeople before, let alone hire salespeople. So by learning how to find and recruit that talent and manage that talent, it's teaching you also the rudiments of what it takes to be a sales manager.
0: Thanks for tuning in to today's episode.